Say Show, episode four, right back. You know what I'm saying? Talking about a variety of topics, about what's going on in the world. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do. Absolutely, absolutely. You already know what it is, man. <sighs> yeah, so you already know how we get this thing started. How you been, man? What's been new with you? Um, I mean, really, I've just been chilling, man. Like, I've been, you know, finally working again and, you know, getting to that whole kind of flow and uh, just trying to navigate it. I get a long list of shit, bro. Like, like sometimes it's kind of crazy how this shit goes where faces in your life are trying to pull you in all these different directions. And they, they don't really... Like all these different sides don't have any knowledge of each other, so you get pulled in all these crazy directions, and they don't even realize how stretched thin you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get it, man. Like, uh, you know, so you basically been busy in different aspects of your life, and you know, they just don't—they don't understand, man. That, you know, busy man, just a busy man. Yeah, man, and, and and it's like that's the thing. I'm gonna tell you what makes it even harder is when you show somebody that you can handle a lot, they're going to put a lot on you. And that's what gets really, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that, that, that's the most annoying thing, man. Like, you know, they see right. that you can, yeah, you can do a lot of shit, but they, uh, they, they go and just take advantage, man, you know? Which is right. why you shouldn't be too nice to people, man. I, you know, that's so, true. Yeah. How you been, though? What's good? What's good with you? Shit, same old, same old, bro. Just, uh, just been working. Just telling, uh, Ahmed over here, man, uh, just been fucking <laughs> chilling. Why would that say right. that, man? Nah, man, it's a mod, man. It's all good. Bro, I've gotten that so many times over the years, man. I've gotten, like, Muhammad, Ahmed, Abar, all that, you know. My so, bad, bro. Hey, look, if it makes you feel better, man, they've been calling me Lipcom at work, man. So, but I say you good though, right? Everything good though? Everything's good, man. Just been chilling, man. Just been fucking working out, you know, clearing the mind, reading. Uh, hmm. Yeah, dude. You know, there's not much to do where I'm at, where I am. So, like, it's just been, you know, fuck. All, all I can yeah, do is better. Yeah, that, yeah. that working out shit is important, though, bro, to your mind. You know what I'm Dude, oh, let me tell you, man. I, I like, I kind of stopped drinking. So, I, like, I stopped drinking soda. So, like, when I was, it was just like I could literally tell the difference in my mind. Like, I was sleeping, laying in bed. I was sluggish, man. As soon as I worked out, man, it was just like, bro, I felt like I could do everything. Like, I was ready. Fuck. So many different things, man. And it was just right. like it, it's like instantly, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. It, it's a feeling you gotta remember every time you work out, man. So. Oh yeah, working out. Yeah, yeah, working out is definitely important, man. Just, like me, you can ask Justin, bro. You know, we started working out together back in what 08, bro, or 07? What was yeah, that? What yeah, we was like, you was like what a freshman. You're talking way yeah, back, yeah, yeah, way back. But <laughs> yeah, um, I was a it's, def- it's definitely like good for your mind, bro. Especially with everything that's going on, bro. You All know, right. like just like going out to like lift some weights and like relieve stress. Like even running too. Yeah, like I never used to be a runner, man, and like 
Right. Ever since the pandemic started, bro, and when they had closed the gyms, I was like, I need to adjust and adapt. So I just started right. running, you know. Yeah, running. It's, like, it's been good for my mind. <laughs> yeah, dude, honestly, nah. I've, been, I've been running a lot too, man. Um, yeah, definitely. It definitely puts my mind in a way more positive position. Like, I feel all my thoughts are like way more positive when I get done working out. So yeah, I run, I run every day actually. So. You know, I'm trying to get back. I'm trying to get off the weights, man. I'm trying to get a little bit bigger, but yeah, man. That yeah, man. Gotta, gotta work out and stimulate your mind. I'm gonna throw out this little gym for y'all real quick, man. I'm gonna throw out this little gym. If you lift weights, it's gonna make you smarter. I'm telling you right now, because when you lift weights, you create new neurons in your brain, and every time you learn something new, those neurons get solidified. If you work out, you create new and if you learn something new, you sustain that brain. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's physically, it's, it is it is seriously, there is seriously tangible impact to lifting weights. And, and before I, before we really get into this, Ahmad, you didn't answer the question, man. What's good with you? How you been? What's good? How is life? How is your mind? How is your soul? What's going on with you, bro? Bro, I'm blessed, man. I'm definitely blessed. You know, uh, 2020 was definitely a rough year for the world. And um, mm-hmm. but for me personally, you know, I was able to, like, accomplish a lot of different things. You know, um, I was able to, uh, you know, you know, basically, like I was able to, like, stack up, uh, basically yeah. renew my um, I read a lot more, uh, became a runner, like I was saying. So mm-hmm. it's like it allowed became more of an outdoors person too. You know, started going on different hikes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? So like I had to like reinvent stuff. Like I wanted to stop being bored and stuff like that. So like I started going on like runs around the neighborhood. Started doing mm-hmm. like. Uh, just to basically like, just challenge myself and um i also started going on a few hikes with my girl yeah she dude really i seen that hey I, I seen you going on the hikes i was about to ask you so that looks really beautiful wherever uh, wherever you were man yeah 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 we were at uh mount baldy you know um mm, yep. it's like uh i know you're probably not familiar with uh with that isaiah but it's like just east of los angeles so it was like in San Bernardino County, you know. So we actually started like it was a um, it was like a sixteen hundred elevation gain. So like we started at like six thousand feet, I think, and then we ended up like like seventy seven hundred feet. And um, it was definitely beautiful. I still saw like, you no know, <laughs> But like I was saying, man, like. Um, I just been blessed, man. Like you know, learning new things, uh, adapting yeah. to new challenges, uh, just living, bro. You know, I'm not gonna let this uh, pandemic stop me. You know, I'm gonna stay. Yeah, look, that, that, that leads me to an important point, then, Ahmad. Let me. How comfortable are you talking about your profession? My profession. Yeah. Uh, I could talk about I could I'm not gonna go into depth about exactly everything, but I could like do like a broad overview and stuff. Okay, so so I'm saying if I'm going too far, I was just go ahead and edit it out. 
Because I don't know how much I can and can't give this nigga life. I'll put yeah. it like this because, you know, we're talking about 2020. We're talking about the current 2020. Obviously, now we're in 2021. The current climate, you know what it is. You know, riots, police, COVID, and all these different things. Yep. Let me tell you because you have a very unique perspective on this. How is it to be in and not only be a police officer, but to be a nigga and a officer at the same time in this era? What's that like? It's it's tough, man. It's definitely tough, bro. You know, because I see both sides. You know what I'm saying? So I see, like, with everything that was going on back in June, it's like, I definitely understand, like, why there are, are protests and why, like, you know, protests are still going on, you know, like, because there is, like, systematic racism that's been a part of this country since, you know, it was founded, you know, especially towards black people, you know. So <clears throat> I definitely see that point. And um, I also see, like, you know, the police point, point of view when it comes to, like, you know, um, like, like different crimes that are occurring and stuff like that. And just uh, just being a police officer and some of the stuff that I see on a daily basis is crazy. You know, I mean? you know but I'm not like a patrol officer. You know, I'm more like, you know, I'll be doing like, you know, undercover type stuff, you know. So, like, I'm not like out here, like, really like, you know, pulling people over. Like, that's not my hmm. job, you know. Yeah. So, like, I kind of yeah. go, like, you know, into, like, a, the undercover aspect and do those type of operations. But um, it's definitely it's definitely been crazy, um, especially being a young black man. As you know, Justin, my dad was a cop. Um, yeah. My uncle was a cop. Um, yeah. They became cops back in, the, like, the 80s, you know, the late 80s and stuff, like, 87, yeah. 86. And, um... It was um it was it was a different time for them, you know, because like they were like like one of the few black officers like when in their respective right. departments back in those days, you feel me? So right. they definitely went through a lot more uh like disrespect than me for mm-hmm. sure from like their fellow officers and stuff like that. Because you know, back in the eighties, sure. you know, it was it was it was crazy, you feel me? Yeah. So yeah. I definitely yeah. see that things yeah, I definitely see things that are changing, but um, we do, we still need to, we still have a long way to go. But, um, but yeah, man, it's definitely being, being crazy being a black man and being a, a police officer in 2021, you know? <laughs> but I'm just trying to change that stereotype, bro, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Let me ask this, me ask this on a specific level, then. Like, do you feel as if the persecution of policing as a profession has been justified or do you think it's been too much? Well, it depends, man. There's a whole different, like, you know, there's different aspects of it, you know. Um, you got, like, I'm just going to, like, name, like, uh, a few different instances. Like, you know, like, for instance, like, the um, the, the current uh, or the recent uh, Capitol riot, like the Capitol Police that were like defending the Capitol, yeah, they need to be like you know 
like definitely looked down on basically like they basically <laughs> let that shit happen you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah. crazy Trump like supporters yeah 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 <laughs> They, those motherfuckers, yeah, bro. I, I, I don't, um, nah, nah. <laughs> it was like, what were you guys doing? You know, what I'm <laughs> situation. Mm-hmm. You know, the the persecuting cops and all that. Like, man, uh, for that situation with the Capitol Police, yeah, I agree with that. And also with like the George Floyd incident, um, with um, with that cop in Minneapolis. Yeah, that shit was um, that shit was also fucked up, you know. Like mm. he had his knee on his man's neck for what, like eight or nine minutes, you know what I'm saying? And um, the note, the cops and those cops that were involved in that incident, yeah, they all got to go down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's definitely in certain incidents that you know where it's like, all right, like this this is fucked up. Shit needs to change. You know what I'm saying? But right. like I said, whole. It's like what I see like on Facebook and Instagram sometimes could kind of be like, you know, overwhelming. And sometimes I step back because it's like some people think that all cops are, are bad. And they yeah, just, yeah. A lot of yeah. that which is not that's not the fucking case at all. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, I, like I said earlier, things do need to be changed. New still need to change. But we have came a long way since the 1980s when LAPD was basically like the biggest gang in Los Angeles, you know? Right. As Justin, you could attest to that, like, you know, back in the 80s and 90s or even the 70s too, LAPD would fuck you up, you know what I'm saying? And that question is later. Like, this, like, you remember the, Rod- the Rodney King uh, rise or the Rodney King beating, you know? They fucked his ass up, you know. So things have definitely changed, and they will definitely continue to change, especially with like the new administration that just took office today, you know. So, but like as a whole, no, I don't think the persecuting of cops, like like how it has been, is justified. You know, there's definitely been some bad incidents, you know, that uh, those certain cops need to be like you know um, persecuted for, but like. For for what I've been seeing, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, not all cops are bad, but like sometimes you um the media portrays it like that, you know. Yep. So it's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean I agree with you, man. That's well said. I bet that's a question you get a lot too. Um I Yeah, yeah, I, I get that from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like on social media, it's definitely blown out of proportion, you know, so it makes people very one-sided, you know, to where they think all cops are bad. I never thought that, you know, but uh, yeah, like you said, definitely, we, we definitely have a long way to go. So. I don't be really like, you know, I don't really put my business out there like that. Like, you know, I don't post no, you know, cop pictures on my IG or Facebook or Snapchat yeah. or nothing like that, but I, yeah. I keep everything low-key. So, like, not everybody knows what I do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of similar for people in the right. military, too. Probably not as bad, but, you know, we, I feel like it's kind of blown out of proportion for us. Because I remember when the riots were happening, you've seen videos whenever, uh, what was it? What do you call it? The National Guard was out. And you see, like, the, yep. the rioters talking to them and trying to uh, convince them that they're in the wrong. When it was just like, yo, they're just doing their job at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got no choice. And we can't really put our opinions out there like that, you know, so. It's, uh. Well, I'll put my opinion out and I'll put it, I'll put it plain and simple like this. 
I think that there's some sick shit going on in America right now. For sure. And I think that there is going to, I think that there is going to come a point where people are going to realize that the only real way for these sick people to keep enforcing this sick shit is through military action. And one thing I can guarantee is that there's nobody that I know that's active duty that's going to jump in a jet and carry out a strike against American citizens. It's just not going to happen. No, hell no. You know, so other than that, I don't know what force of threat these motherfuckers really carry. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and, and I'm going to put it like this, and this isn't even really on our docket. You know what I'm saying? But I was looking at some news the other day out of New York, and I think I sent this shit to you, Amar, but they're trying to pass a bill where basically the governor, at his discretion, if he determines you to be infectious, he'll appoint a task force, like a COVID task force, to come straight to your house, yeah. pull you out of your house, and put you in his detention center. Yeah. Now, what the fuck does that sound like? Yeah, that's, that's, does that sound like American ideals to that you? Like some, they don't sound like that yeah, to that me. Sounds like some movie shit, you know, like some fucking quarantine ass team coming at you. I sound like one of these damn communist niggas, man. That sound like you know what I'm saying. This, this ain't democracy no more. Right. Nah. And motherfuckers are using this illness to to overwrite our democratic values. But th- this shit ain't that serious. It's not. You know, so, I, listen, I don't give a fuck what none of these motherfuckers say. These niggas are using this shit to push boundaries that have never been pushed before. And, listen, I wear a mask. I'll social distance. I don't care. I don't like none of these niggas anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't have no problem. You know what I'm saying? I don't got no problem social distancing. But you, you, you going to threaten my dad, my brother, with I can come to your house and detain you if I think you're infectious. No, you, you're that's the line. That that that's absolute. You're not you're not crossing that line. You don't fuck with nobody say. You know. Yeah, no, I, I agree, man. I agree 110 percent on that. So. Yeah, they definitely trying to push the boundaries, bro. It's, yeah. I'm very interesting to see how like they push like this vaccine like right now is you know it's, you know voluntary and like right now in america like you know isn't really in california specifically there's really not that many vaccines available for people for people mm-hmm. so they're not really present yeah. yet you know what i'm saying but right you know with biden since biden took over now he said like within his first 100 days he vows to get like you know buy like 100 million vaccines for people you know what i'm saying so I'm really interested to see how the government reacts to like uh, some people saying that no, I'm not going to take the vaccine. Are they going to try to mandate it? Are they going to try to force people to take it? You know. Well, yeah, so well, it's, really it's going to be it's going to be it's, it's going to be indirectly mandatory because I've been told yeah. you told us like okay, the vaccine is not mandatory, but if you don't have that vaccination, if you don't have the vaccination certificate. Not only can you right. get in and out of the country, you can't get in and out of you the grocery no store. Shop. Yeah, yeah you know basic things, man. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what, what are we talking shop, about man. right now? You know, like, what's the difference between me supplying a, 
vaccination certificate and me supplying a negative COVID test. It's the same shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, why is one taking precedent over the other amidst all these other weird social factors? Like I could just rip you out your home and put you in the detention center. Like is COVID real? Yes, absolutely. Are people dying of COVID? Not really, but they're dying of COVID plus other shit. What my real question is, is not about COVID. It's about how everybody's responding to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, how you, you, you know, my opinion on it, man. Ever since this shit happened back in March, I felt like it was like fucking, like, you know, overblown. Like, I never thought in my, my wildest imagination that January 2021, 10 months after, like, you know, everything went crazy, we'll still be going through it, you know. Yeah. But um, they, def- they definitely feel like the government's definitely using this as a tool to see how far they can go with the control, you know what I'm saying? Well, you was the first That's one saying that. You was the first one saying yeah. that. I'm not even going to hold you. You was the first one saying that. Yeah. yeah it's definitely that more than shit. That nigga said that shit March 22nd. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like one day after the COVID drop. I think, I think most, I mean, I think a lot of people within our friend group kind of like sense something. I think there was, I think, I feel like we always, we all sense there's more to that story than just COVID. Like, you know, because we were, that was something we were talking about at work. Like, it wasn't just, like, when they were saying all these COVID cases were happening, all these deaths were happening, a lot of them were actually like, Due to other things, COVID was just mm-hmm. like a kind of underlying thing. You know, it yeah. wasn't the reason why that person was dead. It was just. And, and you know what? Hey, y'all, y'all remember? Yeah. Y'all remember when they were saying like, uh, like you get COVID toes and shit? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I'm everything started on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like this this is the last thing I'm gonna say on this COVID shit because I don't really want to stay on COVID too long because we talked about COVID last episode. But yeah, they, there's there's something else just to spark some conversation. They were saying that a lot of the early deaths when people were talking about oh COVID is gonna permanently damage your lungs and all that kind of shit. You know what was actually happening? was that they were putting people on ventilators that didn't need ventilators. And the ventilators were destroying, they were blowing people's lungs out. And so the stuff that people thought was due to COVID, COVID destroying people's lungs, it was the hospitals putting ventilators on people that didn't need them that was destroying people's lungs and killing people. And they were still saying, yeah, this is COVID, COVID is crazy. And nobody's talking. Yeah, I think that... Weren't they weren't they profiting off of that? Well, indirectly because they were getting more production of the ventilators. Man, that shit gives me goosebumps, man. Just talking about that, bro. I mean, like this—that's crazy, man. Not your own sick. These niggas are sick, bro. For real, man. I mean, these are the people. These are the people you've meant to be putting your lives into, man. Like, right? Be trusting them with your lives and like. I mean, that's crazy, dude. That, that, I mean, that shit gives me goosebumps just talking about it. Right. And, you know, so, okay, COVID obviously was one of the most relevant things. We talked about policing and everything, but also Black Lives Matter was a huge thing going on in 2020, in the 2020 era. So I got a question for y'all. 
Because I see, I see this shit happen all the time. Seriously, I see it happen all the time. Can you claim Black Lives Matter, Black Power, Black Pride, and all this stuff, but the person that you're with, your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, mother, father, your kid, whatever, can you claim all that shit if that person is white? So let me explain my my point of view on this. First of all, I, I got to say, like, Shout out to Christian Jackson because he would love this conversation. Uh, (laughs) So for me, I always say this. There's a difference between being pro-black and there's just there's a difference between being pro-black and being normal black. So Hmm. pro-black, I don't consider myself pro-black. Why? Because I'm not educated enough. You know, I, I look at pro-black as the kind of person who spreads the education of blackness, reads it, uh, you know, spreads it to children, you know, like, you know, Malcolm X, Huey P. Newton, all those guys that I, I look at that as pro-black and or Dr. Umar or uh, Dr. Umar Johnson. So if I see one of those guys dating a white girl like Kim Kardashian or you know, any white girl. If I see you preaching all that stuff and you going home to a white girl, I just can't <laughs> take you seriously, man. I just can't. So I don't I, I don't that. I don't believe you can be pro black and be dating uh an outside the race. So and, and I want you to continue, but I can't let this go any further without saying this. Happy birthday to Martin Luther King, rest in peace. You know Happy birthday, Happy birthday. Okay. Wherever you at, wherever you at, we appreciate your contributions to the world, to the community. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all that. Um, and also, not nothing to do with black people, but also, happy birthday, Mac Miller. You know, rest in peace to you too. You know, Back. rap is not the same without you, bro. Anyway, go ahead. R.I.P. Mac Miller. So that, that was all you oh, had to say oh, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So yeah, no, yeah. It's just, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with dating outside your race, but you cannot claim to be pro-black and preach, mm. uh, preach uh, about being black, you know, and yeah. and go home and uh, be talking to, uh, you know, uh, to Becky with the the, the blue eyes. I think that's how right. it goes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, I don't believe you can be pro-black and be dating outside your race. Hey, real quick, have you guys seen uh, the advertisements for that one new movie, um, One Night in Miami? No. When it follows uh, I'm Ali, damn, uh, uh, what's it called, Malcolm X, Jim Brown, and uh, damn, forgetting the singer's name, but he was a prominent singer back then, he died back in like 1954 too like it was like it was a night where uh, like Muhammad Ali or Cassius Clay at the time mm-hmm. he won the world heavyweight championship in 1964 mm-hmm. and like they're all and they're like basically kind of talking about this thing mm-hmm. have you guys like seen that movie I have I haven't seen it but I, I'm, I I'm absolutely story, ready to watch it yeah it sounds interesting I haven't heard it though I haven't seen no I think it's I, I think it's on. I think it's exclusively on Amazon Prime. Oh, word. I don't know if you guys got that where you guys are at, but uh, 
I mean, this this is not a, this is not an Amazon Prime advertisement. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> hey, look, Amazon Prime's been dropping a lot of movies, man. Like, you know, shout out to them. Yeah, I gotta watch coming to America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, I, I no, I haven't seen that. Yeah. You know, I got yeah, I heard about it, but I haven't seen no advertisements on it. Mm. I you got gotta check it out. No, I'm gonna watch it's it. It's kinda basically about what it's kinda basically about what we're talking about right now. Cause you know how Malcolm X was, he was pro preached it to like the, the nth degree until mm-hmm. he got killed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And he was doing that like the fifties or sixties, you know, so is definitely like a, a good movie to watch since we're like you no know, talking about this Yeah, I'm gonna check that. Uh, like, uh, you know, because I mean, I've been interested in this topic for a while because, you know, I don't know if Isaiah, if you're too familiar, but like in my dating history, right, like early, early on, like I'm talking teenage years into very early 20s, like 20, 21, not even 21, actually 20. I, I dated white girls. I dated white girls and Mexican girls. And then after I turned 21, all I've dated after that, like actually been in relationships with, has been black. Men. And yeah. um, it's not really for any particular reason other than the fact that I just feel more comfortable with black women than anybody else. And yeah. Um, that and and so this this is the thing I'm so interested in where it comes to like all the black pride type shit is because it's like yeah you're you're claiming black pride and stuff but how much pride do you have in blackness if the person that you want to reproduce with is not black right right like that's that's so, just my my logical question but then I know how they will respond to me like somebody that is in an interracial relationship and I'm not saying this to say that I'm against interracial relationships I just think that there's some level of inconsistency when you try to claim that your position is I'm right. for black 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 this black that and that you're not with a black person right and so my question is this like or is it that because this does happen with a lot of, with a lot of people and this this is where I really find a problem and this is where I know Christian would agree with me if you are no, a black person if you are a black person this is where Christian would agree with me right here if you're a black person and you only date outside your race delete all that black power shit off oh, your page absolutely. right now absolutely delete, no, delete no, all no, that no, shit no, 110% oh, go ahead Especially if you're a black man and you saying you pro black, but you like you over here talking about saying fuck black women. Yeah, yeah, shit. no, that's, I ain't that's, that's, no that's clown shit. Bro, you full of yeah. But wait, no, we, I gotta stop yeah. you right there because I'm gonna tell you, I've been seeing it more often recently. Where is black women that's not fucking with black men as opposed oh, to the yeah. other way? It, it goes both ways nowadays. Uh, yeah, no, it goes both ways nowadays. Honestly, I've, I've seen it a lot in black women, uh, more. To where like oh I'm going for a white boy because black men ain't treating me right no more yeah I think that I think it's all either way it's clown I think it's a clown thing to me man um so yeah first of all like it, it was the same way for me Justin like I, I was kind of similar I used to date like white girls and I used to be just attracted to them and uh you know as soon as like I guess I turned 18 I just started dating nothing but black women and that's all I'm ever really attracted to. And, you know, I was talking to one of my coworkers who happens to be white. I, I just said, oh, yeah, like we were talking about it. He said he's not attracted to black women. I said, I'm not attracted mm-hmm. to white women. 
and you know we were talking about how it's not racist to be sexually just attracted to your own race and uh, but on that note uh no yeah you you just i think it's uh I think it's whack to see uh, anybody black say things like that because, you know, you when you say something like you're you're uh, a black girl's ugly, that's just like talking about your own sister, man. Facts. Yeah. Your own mom. Well, I, I don't want I don't want to say that because I'm trying to date these women and I don't want to call these women. Well, yeah, sister. okay, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying <laughs> like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but man. hey, but but Ahmad, though, I know you married, right? But I still want to hear your opinion on those topics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know me since uh, since I was like fourteen years old. So like, I've always been down for uh, black girls and black women. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I've always just been mostly attracted to black women. You know, you know, uh, I ain't got nothing against any other race or anything, but in my own personal opinion, I'm just mostly attracted to black women. You know? yeah. Right, except for that time, Ashley Mariah is right. Except for then, <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's a. I just think it's all like just. I think it's just where my comfort level is too, man. Like I think you said earlier, Justin. You know, it's just. I just feel like I instantly click more with a black girl than I do any other race. You know, I don't. You know, right. I don't feel like I have to like force anything when I'm conversating with one versus like talking to uh, any other race. Well, I'm gonna but, tell you what else happens too with me. Like I think about stupid shit. Like, like I be thinking about stuff like this. Like I be thinking like, if I have a kid with you, are you gonna know how to do my kid's hair? No. <laughs> You're not gonna know what to do with this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just be thinking about little stupid shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, so. Bro, I know whenever I do have a daughter or son, like if I have a daughter and she has long hair, my girl's uh, mom is a hairdresser. Mm. You know I mean? So, like, she knows what to do. You know, she knows how to take care right. of her hair. You know? Like right now, my girl's at, like she's um I'm growing my hair yep. out and she's basically helping me take care of my hair and keep it healthy mm. because basically what what from uh, her mom taught her. Yeah, right. So that's oh, definitely right. a big thing, you know. Can't have your your child looking yeah. crazy out. See on that <laughs> note on that same note, I, I feel like it's important for your black child to be raised around black culture. Uh facts. Yeah, because I feel like for like the, like a few years of my life I was kind of secluded from that to where like I just it's like socially awkward being around my own people and even when the, you see those people who talk about they don't like black girls or shit like that I feel like that's a part of that they just haven't really been around their own culture <clears throat> enough you know I, I remember going to school with the guy who was like that you know you would always see him with these buttoned up rich white kids and he, it seemed like he was more comfortable being around those guys than it was around his own people. And every time he was around right. his own people, it was almost like he was just talking down to them. And it was just like, man, right. he, you could just tell, like, yeah, he just, he, he, he hasn't really been his own people. He don't even know how to talk to them. It's just like, you know, he's more comfortable over there than he is over here. So, 
you know so that's why no, I see, it's, a, it's a name for that it's a name for that like i mean because you know like i don't like the term uncle tom yeah but i think it's appropriate when you see a black person that's around primarily white people that is making fun of their own blackness yeah with those white people Absolutely. to fit in very cringy too you know yeah Hell yeah, you know, like, like, and I'm gonna be honest. Like, one of the things that I that I do early because you know I'm around a lot of white people all the time doing what I do. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I do early is I make certain jokes just to see who's racist in the world. Oh, dude, <laughs> you know bro, it, yo, trust me, I say certain <laughs> to see how people react to you know. Trust me, I get it, bro. I I work with nothing but white people too, but like it's. Right. That that's that's how it is, man. You just kind of say you throw certain things out there to see how certain people will react. You know, like I right. told you before, like at my job, these guys only they don't listen to rap music; they just listen to country music. And <clears throat> these guys are uncultured, man. So I just got some opinion that's like has culture to it. You know, you could just tell they don't know how to feel about it. You know, they look confused, and you know. But yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Or they're, or they're too right, nice to right, respond, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, about how yeah. they really mm-hmm. feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they feel like they're walking on eggshells when they talk to you, basically. Yeah. Well, especially in today's climate, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And, um, yeah, today's climate, like, people are quick to label you a racist if you don't agree yeah, with them. Yeah, true So I know, I know a lot of white people, especially, you know, my profession and um basically uh you know in all like aspects of my life you know i know a lot of different white people and i know like you know some of them they're afraid to like you know go against what like what's popular mm. right now just because they're yeah they'll be, afraid. they'll be labeled a race you know what i'm saying well that's another thing that kind of is kind of annoying nowadays because people are just so oh, yeah. sensitive Very nowadays. True so, facts. Great. Yeah, it sucks, <laughs> man. So, yeah, you definitely, you de- it's it's definitely a very uh, filtered environment now. Everybody has to really watch what they say or they get canceled. We're in we're in cancel culture now, you know. No, officially, bro. They canceled the president, nigga. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, I seen something like where they uh, showed a picture of Trump getting in the helicopter. Mm. Like, yo, this guy was a menace to society. Now he rides off mm. into the sunset. Like, Damn. <laughs> yeah, Bro, y'all cool. niggas is mad at Trump and he fucking pardoned Kodak and one. Oh, yeah, I seen that shit. Get the fuck out of oh, here. Oh, way. Bro, yeah. On, but not bro. Bobby Schmurder, though, so it doesn't count. So. <laughs> Well, Bobby Smurd about to get yeah, out. He about to be out. Okay. Yeah, he about to be oh, out. Right. All right, yeah, he go, yeah. Hell yeah, man. He about to be right back bro. on, bro. Hi, bro. That's gonna be in. Freaking bastard, my little Wayne, bro. Come on, man. You got all these. You got all these. Bo- hey, that shit fucking up. Why are you gonna have? Why would you have a hand? Y'all hear me now? Yeah, okay. Yeah, he sounded fuzzy for a second, but yeah, say what you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah. All right, so like Little Wayne, bro, you got like this entourage, you got all these bodyguards. Why are you the one that has a fucking pistol in your bag? Right. You know it's, for, it's for the image, man. Yeah, you got to still look like a, a, a thug, man. 
But she, uh, bro, but no, Lil she, Wayne, man. Go ahead. It's like he's too old for all that shit, bro. You know, he's already proved him. Bro, no, no, you know, no, no, no. See, now I gotta like stop that. him. Now I gotta stop him because fuck the age, bro. This shit keeps happening, nigga. And I hate to do this. I hate to be coming off as this colorist nigga, man. But all I'm saying is, it seems like dark skinned niggas get hit for shit that light skinned niggas do not get hit for. Why did Gucci Mane spend all that time in prison? Why does Wayne gotta keep facing time in prison? But flip it though, right? TI, that nigga ain't spent no time in prison. Right, uh, Drake. You know that nigga. He talks all this shit in music. No, no, has never faced no kind of court. Nothing. Right, fucking uh, Chris Brown beats the shit out of seventy three uh, women. Still free. Yeah, Chris Brown's an example. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, why is why is it the fact that like it, like genuinely seriously? And, I, and I'm, I'm talking from the perspective of a, of a dark skinned nigga. If we if we're gonna make it binary, like if there's only light skin and dark skin, I'm dark skin, and I sense the bias. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers look at me crazy uh, all over the place. All these different countries, oh, bro, all these I different did. states. Motherfuckers look at me crazy everywhere I go. You know what I mean? Bro, it's definitely a bias towards dark skinned people. No, no, most definitely. I don't consider myself light skinned. I'm definitely probably closer to dark skin. I'm like, like you know, like kind of more in the middle. Yeah. But I definitely see what you're saying. Um, even if you talk about sports, for example, yeah. fucking Steph Curry, bro. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry. Everybody loves Steph Curry. Steph Curry can do no wrong. You know right. What I'm but like he. Has- picture perfect, you know, light skin dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like you got like LeBron, he's dark yeah. skin. He's done all these for like the community and all that. And, like, of course there's some things that, you know, I don't keep but like all in all, LeBron's a great guy, but you still got like people still talking shit about him constantly, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like agree with you like dark skinned people, dark skinned black people and that that more definitely yeah I always feel like uh, yeah I, I kind of feel like dark skins have always been looked at as more like the aggressive type cause like the example that pops in my head is like watching that one Drake video uh, you're the, the best I ever had I don't know if you ever <laughs> of like, course okay so That's a throw I don't back. know if y'all remember Drake the, the basketball team Drake was coaching all light skins you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. And then you look at the opposite team, they're all dark skins. And I'm just like, you know, I remember my mom watching the video and be like, why? Why is it had to be like that? You know, why is like <laughs> every single one of them got to be like, I just kind of feel like light skins have always been looked at as like the, you know, the, the pretty guys. Yeah, the good guys, you know, <laughs> pretty boy Floyd with the blue eyes, you know, and it's just like that. House yeah, exactly. Well, pretty, pretty. Well, I, I gotta stop you right there because Pretty Boy Floyd is my complexion. My bad, Pretty Boy, Pretty Boy. Uh, I'm gonna say Pretty Boy Bryce. I feel like Bryce is a light skin name. Killer. No, no, nah, nah, I'm just saying Bryce in killer? general. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just, oh, you just I just random names. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Bryce is killer. My mom. <laughs> but look, but I. What, what do you consider yourself? I said, like dark. Nigga, you, I'm gonna answer that for you. I say it's dark. That nigga darker than me, man. 
if I consider myself dark, oh, Isaiah, you dark. Dude. Oh no, yeah, I'm dark. I, I yeah, I get cold. <laughs> Especially being out here in the desert, man. I'm gonna come back. Goddamn, you gonna see my black, really white. You gonna see my smile nice and bright. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, nah, I don't fuck with that shit, especially because you know why? Because especially in the music industry, these light skinned niggas try to adapt to dark skin mannerisms, but because they're light skinned, it comes off as nicer. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, so for I seen I was kind of listening to some Azalea Banks. Like I listen, I was kind of listening to how she's. I like, love Azalea, bro. I love yeah, Azalea. So everybody doesn't like her because she's. You know that apparently she's very aggressive, and you know, let's be honest. Yeah, I, I will say she kind of does start some shit. But I was kind of feeling some of the shit she was saying, though, man. Uh, honestly, because she was uh, she was talking about that the color shit we're talking about on like yeah. how uh, there's so many celebrities who get away with. No, oh, what was she saying? She said uh, like whenever a white person says something, it's coming off as smart and. Uh, you know, it, it uh, it's a new idea to the table. But when a black person says something, uh, they're just being a uh, what's the word she used? Uh, they're they're just protesting or they're just angry. And I was like, I don't know, I feel that because I I feel that way at work. You know, because uh, mm. even the arguments I get into sometimes with these people, you know, when they say something, it's just sarcastic and funny. When I say something, it's uh ridiculed and it's you know it's kind of just tossed to the side or you know so i kind of feel Bro, like let me tell you something if azalea banks gave me a chance today i would bust inside wrong oh for sure instantly same instantly you know, shout out to but no she, she, she speaks <laughs> a lot of truth she does she speaks a lot of truth but i'm gonna tell you i, I have one problem with her is that she attacks people but she is afraid to be attacked yeah. Like that's a that's a that's a clear sign of insecurity. Oh, if yeah. you are willing to attack people but not willing to take the attack. Yeah, you kind of feel some type of way when somebody criticizes you. Yeah, no, I do notice that about. Bro, that. did you see her on Wild and Out? Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that yeah, I seen that. That was actually kind of I was kind of embarrassed. For I didn't want to see her do that. She was a mess. Yeah, yeah it was just like I, I don't think this is funny or whatever. Yeah, that's definitely insecurity. Oh, she cried. They had to take the episode offline and shit. Oh, she really cried? I thought she just got pissed off. Yeah. Nah. She was a mess, bro. Like, it it was awkward for everybody. The fucking, you know, cast members, the crowd, all that shit. I was yeah. still busting inside, but, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think, I like. Gotta, I, just, I would just have to accept that I would have a soft-ass kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's another thing that's important. You gotta, you know, if you if you could dish, you gotta be able to take it. And I think that's like a big rule for a lot. Especially on wild now. Yeah, especially on wild now. Like yeah, that means goddamn, they're gonna. <laughs> I mean yeah, you gotta have tough skin to be out there. Man. Yeah man. All right, but look, we we've been talking a lot. I got one more question for y'all. One more question. Late on us, man. What y'all, what y'all think about Bitcoin? To do or not to do? I don't know enough about it to be honest, man. Uh, but it, that's like, that's like, uh, that's like currency you can't trace back, right? I mean, essentially, yeah. Uh, but it's actually it's an investment because you know, like, 
back in the day it was worth really few dollars and then all of a sudden now it's worth like 30 some thousand dollars or something crazy. I mean, listen, I, I'm not going to claim to be the most educated nigga on Bitcoin. As a matter of fact, when we get Christian on, he'll talk about it in more depth. But yeah. I'm just giving y'all my little brief rudimentary knowledge on Yeah, I, yeah, dude. I, don't, I ain't going to lie. I, I, I got to educate myself more on Bitcoin before I, you know. I, I heard things. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, same here, bro. You know, I don't know too much about it, but everything that I've heard so far has been positive, right. you know. Um, that's definitely something that I'm going to definitely look into more, um, not just Bitcoin, like, uh, like, you know, different, like investing the different stocks and stuff in 2021, you know, that's, uh, definitely something I'm going to start looking into, you know? Well, I'm, let me ask y'all this thing. Did y'all hear about the nigga that had $220 million worth of Bitcoin that got locked out of his fucking account and Damn. he has two password attempts left before all that shit is permanently encrypted. Damn. Did you hear about Damn. that? No, I haven't. I, I, I did not hear about that. That's great. Bro, bro's name is Stephen Thomas. So he, I guess the story is that like he was a part of some project or something where he won a bunch of Bitcoin some years ago. Turns out the Bitcoin ended up blowing up, became worth $220 million. You get, apparently you get 10, uh, 10 attempts at a password. He's tried eight times. He has two tries left before that shit is permanently encrypted. And apparently the niggas that run Bitcoin or whatever can't get him into his profile because of the way they encrypt it or some shit. Apparently it's just that secure. That sucks, bro. Yeah, I feel bad. Bro, let me tell you something. If I'm Stephen Thomas, if I'm Stephen Thomas, somebody in my city is getting shot. Yo, is there not a, is there not a forgotten? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody in my city is getting shot, bro. I don't care. 220. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I mean, I do do that shit all the time. Goddamn. Like, just logging in. I feel bad for you, man. Uh, Hey, I'm praying for him, man. <laughs> I hope he yeah, gets prayers up, bro. Yeah, hopefully uh, he gets the right get back. Shit. Bro. Yeah, that's fucked, man. But, uh, shit. I think we should wrap this one up, man. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, man. You got, any, you got anything you, you got anything left you want to add? You want to say a mind? You good? Or you got something else? Cool, thank you guys hey, for having me on, bro. Nah, thanks, thanks for coming, yeah, bro. Man, more. Oh, you already know. Yeah, man, you you dropped a lot of insight today on you know what you do. Got mad respect for you. Bro. Thanks. And uh, thanks. thanks for coming through, man. For real, man, you gotta come again. Yeah, no problem, man. I appreciate so, it. So this has been another episode of the Keen and Zay Show. Yes, sir. Tune in if you if you enjoyed the conversations. Keep tuning in because we're gonna keep having more and more interesting ones. We're gonna have some guess you know just at random some guess is gonna be more periodic i know amal's coming back i know tony's coming back but anyway this been episode number four of four of a thousand we're gonna go to we're gonna reach a thousand episodes very soon don't even trip other than that this been hakeem this been isaiah and this been my nigga king rashad we're gonna see you next time
Yes, sir. Peace. All right.